Good afternoon. Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. Thanks for joining us. This afternoon's episode is titled, The Counsel of the Lord Shall Stand Sure. This is focused on the study of 2 Samuel chapter 17. Before we go any further, we begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your mighty love. And we thank you, Lord, you said, Heavens and earth shall pass away, but my word shall never pass away. Speak to us for the remainder of this afternoon. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to 2 Samuel chapter 17. Chapter 17 Moreover, Ahithophel said unto Absalom, Let me now choose out twelve thousand men, and I will arise and pursue after David this night. And I will come upon him while he is weary and weak-handed, and will make him afraid. And all the people that are with him shall flee, and I will smite the king only. And I will bring back all the people unto thee. The man whom thou seekest is as if all returned. So all the people shall be in peace. And the saying pleased Absalom well, and all the elders of Israel. Then said Absalom, Call now Hushai the archite also, and let us hear likewise what he saith. And when Hushai was come to Absalom, Absalom spake unto him, saying, Ahithophel hath spoken after this manner. Shall we do after his saying? If not, speak thou. And Hushai said unto Absalom, The counsel that Ahithophel hath given is not good at this time. For, said Hushai, Thou knowest thy father and his men, that they be mighty men. And they be chafed in their minds, as a bear robbed of her whelps in the field. And thy father is a man of war, and will not lodge with the people. Behold, he is hid now in some pit, or in some other place. And it will come to pass, when some of them be overthrown at the first, that whosoever heareth it will say, There is a slaughter among the people that follow Absalom. And he also that is valiant, whose heart is as the heart of a lion, shall utterly melt. For all Israel knoweth that thy father is a mighty man, and they which be with him are valiant men. Therefore I counsel that all Israel be generally gathered unto thee, from Dan even to Beersheba, as the sand that is by the sea for multitude, and that thou go to battle in thine own person, so shall we come upon him in some place where he shall be found. And we will light upon him as the dew falleth on the ground. And of him and of all the men that are with him, there shall not be left so much as one. Moreover, if he be gotten into a city, then shall all Israel bring ropes to that city, and we will draw it into the river until there be not one small stone found there. And Absalom and all the men of Israel said, The counsel of Hushai the archite is better than the counsel of Ahithophel. For the Lord had appointed to defeat the good counsel of Ahithophel, to the intent that the Lord might bring evil upon Absalom. Then said Hushai unto Zadok and to Abiathar the priests, Thus and thus did Ahithophel counsel Absalom and the elders of Israel, and thus and thus have I counseled. Now therefore send quickly and tell David, saying, Lodge not this night in the plains of the wilderness, but speedily pass over, 
lest the king be swallowed up, and all the people that are with him. Now Jonathan and Ahimeaz stayed by Enrogel, for they might not be seen to come into the city. And a wench went and told them, and they went and told King David. Nevertheless, a lad saw them and told Absalom. But they went both of them away quickly, and came to a man's house in Bahurim, which had a well in his court, whither they went down. And the woman took and spread a covering over the well's mouth, and spread ground corn thereon, and the thing was not known. And when Absalom's servants came to the woman to the house, they said, Where is Ahimeaz and Jonathan? And the woman said unto them, They be gone over the brook of water. And when they had sought and could not find them, they returned to Jerusalem. And it came to pass, after they were departed, that they came up out of the well, and went and told King David, and said unto David, Arise and pass quickly over the water, for thus hath Ahithophel counseled against you. Then David arose, and all the people that were with him, and they passed over Jordan. By the morning light there lacked not one of them that was not gone over Jordan. And when Ahithophel saw that his counsel was not followed, he saddled his ass, and arose, and gat him home to his house, to his city, and put his household in order, and hanged himself, and died, and was buried in the sepulchre of his father. Then David came to Mahanaim, and Absalom passed over Jordan, he and all the men of Israel with him. And Absalom made Amasa captain of the host instead of Joab, which Amasa was a man's son, whose name was Ithra, an Israelite, that went into Abigail, the daughter of Nahash, sister to Zeruiah, Joab's mother. So Israel and Absalom pitched in the land of Gilead. And it came to pass, when David was come to Mahanaim, that Shobai, the son of Nahash of Rabbah, of the children of Ammon, and Barzillai, the Gileadite of Rogalim, brought beds and basins, and earthen vessels, and wheat and barley and flour, and parched corn and beans and lentils and parched pulse, and honey and butter and sheep and cheese of kine, for David and for the people that were with him to eat. For they said, The people is hungry and weary and thirsty in the wilderness. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled, Witnesses. This was preached in 1953 on April the 5th in the evening. We'll begin at paragraph 80 up to paragraph 125. I trust you find it to be a blessing. But brother, let your light shine in the dark places. Out in the high edges and the highways, in the bar rooms, out down the street, everywhere you're at, let your light shine as a witness. Amen. Notice, then the fiery trial come on, and every man that will witness for God will have to go through fiery trials. Isn't it strange how God leads his people? Very strange. Just as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Just as soon as Israel come out under the blood, circumcised, the Holy Spirit leading them in a form of a light, right straight up to the Red Sea, and there, cornered. Mountains on one side, desert on the other, Pharaoh's army coming, and the Red Sea cutting them off. God led them right to that place. What? To get glory. Then Moses prayed, and God told him to step right on down towards the Red Sea, holding his stick out in front of him, 
as he walked the Red Sea moved from one side to the other right across the Red Sea why God's path led through as soon as they come out of there, right into the wilderness of sin. Strange. God's path led right through that great temptation there when they murmured against God. They went from there on from one murmur to another, from one trial to another. As the old song says, some through the waters, some through the floods, some through deep trials, but all through the blood. That's God's way of leading. Leading is testimonies, his witnesses. Now, when it comes time to test of the fire, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, Our God is able to deliver us from the fiery furnace, but nevertheless, if he doesn't, we're not bowing down. We're going to die with your witness. I like that. I like that old courage. Like old buddy Robinson. He said, Lord, give me the backbone like a saw log. That's the kind of witness to be. Courage. God likes us to be courageous. He told Joshua before he crossed over, he said, Be thou very courageous. For the Lord thy God is with thee wheresoever thou goest. You say, well, if God would tell me like he did Joshua, I'd have some courage too. He's told every believer the same thing. I'll be with you always, even to the end of the world. I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. Courageous. Let's go take the promise then. God gave us the promise. Let's be a real witness. So he hit the furnace seven times hotter than it ever was. Hit before. That's the way the devil does it. Brother, he don't halfway do nothing. He pushes everything he's got right into you. But thanks be to God, God got some pushing back there. He does it. That's right. All right. Look at him. So he said, now notice. I can see King Nebuchadnezzar set himself by the side of the big furnace and the smoke. The skies were red. I imagine all night long there was a prayer meeting going on. You know, if you're coming to a test, here it is. That's the trouble with the church today. You rely upon your own senses and ability instead of taking it to the Lord. That's right. Today we start to send to somebody somewhere where you say we get out and have a little counsel and meet and say we should do this or go here or do that. But the Bible, in the days before they sent out the apostles, they met together and fasted and prayed. And the Holy Spirit said, Separate me, Paul and Barnabas. The Holy Spirit. You notice, not man's opinion, but the Holy Spirit leading, guiding. Amen. Notice. Now, prayer meeting all right. So they had to show what they were made out of. And brother, every man that professes to be a Christian, sometime or other, you've got to show what you're made out of. The devil's going to call your hand. Well, little Tommy Osborne, many of you know him, come over. I was sitting on the porch. He said, Brother Branham, I said, I was in the meeting. I seen that maniac fall across your feet. He said, what can I do? I said, now, Tommy, don't profess anything that you can't back up. The devil's going to call your hand on it. Yes, he will. And he'll do it right away. I said, then if you can't back it up, you know what's coming. It'll be a reproach. So be sure that you're right before you make your statement. 
That's right, you Christian. Be sure that down in your heart, God has separated you from the things of the world and made you a new creature. Then go tell people you're a Christian. Until that's happened, stay right at the altar and die till you're just as dead as you can be. All right. Die till you're so dead to you, you can't even... Well, that's right. Dead. You know, I think today we bury too many live people. You bury people after they're dead. Is that right? Yes, sir. Listen, brother. A dead man won't argue with you. You can say anything to him you want to. Call him all kinds of names. He won't say a word. Why? He's dead. And a man that's dead in Christ. You can offer him a drink. You can give him this, that, the other. But he's dead. And he's hid in Christ through God's seal by the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's it. Now, then he can't do those things because he, he just can't do it. It's against his nature. He becomes a new creature. You take an old hog and wash him up and scrub him up and manicure his toenails and give it lipstick and put it on all the nylons you want to. Turn it loose, it'll go right to a waller and waller. The scrubbing don't do no good. It's still got the nature of a hog. And then you take a lamb and put him in a mud hole, he'll squeal till you get him out. Why? He's the nature of a lamb. Now, the only way to keep the hog out of the mud is change his nature. That's right. That's the only way to make a Christian. Let his nature be changed from a sinner to a thing. And there's only one remedy. That's the Holy Spirit. Then you're a witness. Amen. Now, notice... I want you to get this close. King Nebuchadnezzar made the, the proclamation that these people should be burned. And that morning they come down on their hands. They were on a plank walking up or a road up to the top of the furnace. The big furnace opened. They were going down into the furnace. And they started the death march. He said, now look, you've got a chance now. If you want to take down, all right. They said, our God's able to deliver us, but we're not taken back. They were real true witnesses to the end. They started walking up the pathway, going up. The soldiers marched them. The intense heat got so bad until it just about choked out the soldiers. And then when he got ready to push them into the fiery furnace, I can hear Shadrach say, Hey, you sure you prayed up? <laughs> yes, I believe it's all right now. All right, and then even the soldiers were slaying the ones who brought them in. And they pushed them just a few steps and they were going to push them into the fire furnace. Now all the time there's something going on on earth. There's something going on in heaven too. Got an awful picture here under consideration now of a believer going to his death. But let's turn our camera tonight towards heaven. And while things are going on down here, there's something going on up there. I can see God the Son of God, sitting on the right hand, looking down. I hear an angel come and say, Lord, I am Gabriel, with his great sword in his hand, saying, Now, I, ever since the day that you created me, I've stood by your right side. I've done just what you told me to do. Have you looked down to them witnesses this morning? They're fixing to burn up three witnesses. I can hear him say, I've watched them all night long. Let me go down. He said, I'll get rid of it. I'll change the picture. I believe he could have done it. 
But he said, Gabriel, just put your sword back into its sheath. I can't let you go. Then I look coming here to his left. Here comes a great mighty angel by the name of Wormwood. He has control of the water and he falls before him prostrate and says, Lord, have you looked down to them witnesses? Well, they're fixing to burn them up this morning because they're witnessing to God. Say, yes, I've watched him. Let me go down. I'll wash Babylon off of the face of the earth. I believe he could have done it. He said, you gave me the keys and during the time of the evolution uh, world and I flooded the whole thing and washed it off for you. I'll do the same thing this morning if you Praise just, just give it to me. I hear him say, yes, Wormwood, that's right. You can do it. I, I know you can do it, but I can't let you go. Why, Lord, stand over here on my left side. Because I can't let you go, I'm going myself. I watched them all night. I watch my witnesses. I watch over my word to performance. I just can't let you go because I'm going myself. They're just about one step now to go down into the fiery furnace. Isn't it strange? God lets you come right to the last step of the road. Seems like he doesn't care. He just that, but he's watching you. I think of when he was looking down into Babylon... His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. He watches you. Notice, then I can see him as he raises off of his great throne. His priestly garments drop around him, and he looked out there, and the great big thunderhead was sitting back in the north side. I can hear him say, come here, east wind, west wind, north and south. I want to drive you this morning. They got under that thunderhead and rolled up the side of the of the throne and he stepped off onto this big thunderhead reached up and got a hold of zigzag lightning and cracked it through the skies like that and about the first time they made that final step to go in there he come down with a tree of life a stream of life and picked off a big palm for a fan and when they hit that fiery furnace there was one like the son of God standing in the midst of them standing away all the fiery breezes away from them and after burning a long time real true witnesses God will stand by a real witness right then notice when all the heat was on and the fire was burning that king's heart become troubled he said go open up the furnace maybe and see if there's any ashes left and when they jerked open the door he jumped up said how many did you put in there Said three, he said, I see four, and the other looks like the Son of God. Standing by his witness. God always will stand by his witness. Amen. You know that's the truth. God will make a difference and will stand by those who witness for him. As you get towards the end of this episode, we end with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, in this scripture we see the demise of Ahithophel. Lord, to see that the counsel of a man, Lord, will always fall, and ultimately the counsel of God will prevail. For you said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall never pass away. Lord, so we want to be found, placing our trust and our hope in the word, the hidden manna. Lord, to know that that is the only thing that lives forever. And if, Lord, your words abide in us, we shall forlive we shall live forever too. So speak to us for the remainder of the day as we meditate on these words. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. 
We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. I can't speak to no one else Decide what they're gonna do As for me and my house, Lord, will follow you My mind's made up Long time ago Where you lead me, Lord, that's where I'll Lead me, I'll follow you Go anywhere you say I'll be willing to go, Lord, night or day Nothing's too great or small As long as you're with me Lead me, Lord, and I'll follow I want to be led by the Holy Ghost. People needing help everywhere I go. For behold, the fields are white, labors are few. If you need me, Lord, I want to work for you. Lead me, I'll follow you Go anywhere you say I'll be willing to go, Lord, night or day Nothing's too great or small As long as you're with me Lead me, Lord, and I'll follow Lead me, Lord, and I'll follow.